Hey, what's up everybody? I'm super excited to be bringing you a new podcast today. But before I do that, I just want to let you guys know of a couple things real quick. Um, One of those being that we're now available on eight different platforms and just recently Apple Podcasts has accepted us. So if you have an Apple device and that's where you used to listen to this podcast, I ask that you would go ahead and give us a review, a rating. That would be a huge, huge blessing to me. Also, another thing I'd like to make available to you guys is that if you have any questions at all, feel free to message at Forever Increasing Podcast on Instagram. Leave those questions. I'll either answer them on there or I'll make a podcast and answer them there. So guys, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the content. So the title of today's podcast is, Does God Love Me? See, I feel like this has been a question that's been standing probably since the beginning of time. Um, It's one of the greatest tools of the enemy. Because who more would he want to convince doesn't love you than God? If I think about it, I'm sure it's a question that constantly went through the heads of Adam and Eve after they traded fellowship and dominion, you know, for, for the fruit. See, I'm sure that that made them feel unworthy. I'm sure they knew that they had made the greatest mistake of their life. And in a lot of ways, that that mistake right there is what's defined them for, for generations since the beginning. And I feel like a lot of times, uh, for believers or people that want, or want to be saved, they face a strikingly similar situation. They think that they've traded salvation, justification, or even healing for a mistake that they've made in the past. So, so what I want to do today is show you that in God's Word, that He's loved you from the beginning, He loves you in this moment, and He'll love you in the future. But to gain revelation on this, we have to know what love is. You have to have an understanding of what love really is. So we can read in 1 John 4, 8 and 16 that God is love. But what exactly does that mean? Basically, what this is saying is that God's character is love. God himself is the embodiment of love. Not only because he is the author and creator of it, but because he put forth action to prove it. See, 1 John 3.16 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, he being Jesus. And and this is where things get interesting. God knew that in order for us to understand his love and his character that he'd have to put forth the action on our behalf. See, look at it this way. Humans' perception of love is based off of needs. There isn't an unconditional love naturally within our nature. We desire people to do things for us to show that they love us. Whether that's hugs from our parents, a welcome home kiss from our spouse, or whatever it is that makes us feel valued. Because typically when actions stop, That's when doubt creeps in. You begin to wonder if love is still there. The unique thing is, the cool thing is, God knew this when he designed us, okay? He knew how we were wired. It wasn't an accident when Jesus willfully chose to stand trial for you. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Jesus chose 
to stay silent. Jesus chose not to open his mouth because he knew that his words carried power. He knew that if he cried out, thousands of angels would come and they would slaughter everyone. If Jesus wanted, he could have ended all humankind right there in that moment for the way that they treated him. But he chose not to because he was thinking of you and he was thinking of me. He was thinking of us. And he knew that he had a greater purpose. So he shut his mouth. See, the Bible says they spit in his face and slapped him. Until it says in Isaiah 52, 14, that his face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. He then later chose to be beaten and scorched. He chose to receive stripes upon his back so you could walk this life, this life that we're in now, not to come, right now in this moment, in health. Then with that same broken back that whips had just tore open, he carried a cross up a hill to be crucified on a tree, the sign of a shameful death, so that you could be redeemed. God put forth action because he knew that you needed that action. He knew that the only way that you'd realize his love is if he put forth an effort. He knew that if he just said it, that it wouldn't be enough. So he chose to do something about it. So does God love you? He proved it once, and I know he'd do it again if he had to. So even when you feel unloved, he loves. Because that's his character. That's who he is. 1 John 3.20 says, If our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. See, what that's saying is that it doesn't really matter how you feel. It doesn't really matter what your emotions say. God's above all those things. But he chose to take it a step further when he put forth action and made the sacrifice that he did on your behalf. See, God is greater than your emotions. You don't live by, if I do this, salvation. You live by a, what he did for me, salvation. God's greater than your heart. God's greater than what you think. God is greater than how you feel. Because his character is love.